Hey everyone, my name is Erica Winland and you're listening to Return Lenten Reflections from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas. Thanks for joining. Welcome back, everybody, to Return, our Lenten Reflections podcast, where each day we will take some time to prepare our hearts for Easter and our souls for heaven. Today is Good Friday, and easily one of the most overwhelming um, and intense like stories and set of readings. There's so much that we could dive into and unpack here, so many feelings that we experience every year, even though we know what's coming um, with Easter Sunday and the resurrection. But it's never, you know, not difficult to hear the conversations in the gospel today and, you know, to say out loud in, you know, we, at Mass on Palm Sunday and hearing it again this Friday, hearing crucify him over and over. You know, even as a kid, I found that like almost embarrassing because, you know, we all like to think that we wouldn't have been that person or that group of people. But that's still who we are now, you know, in various moments of our lives. So it can be painful to really reveal that to ourselves and to others every year whenever we go through this season. But in that, we also reveal, you know, so much more about who we are as sinners and the hope that is there for us. And going through this story can be pretty excruciating, you know, whether you find it heartbreaking or Palm Sunday, maybe you just can't stand up a mass that long. I don't know, but I can't remember where I saw it about this reading, but someone was describing this gospel and the crucifixion as... Uh, in saying um, that everything we need to know about life is found in the crucifixion. Obviously, it's pretty ironic, but it's entirely true. Like his death and his dying, Christ shows us every little way that life can be good and holy. So there are so many ways that we can pull different lessons on love out of these words. And I would definitely encourage you to go through and attempt to find some on your own. But One example that I really like to focus on is the way that Christ interacts with the, you know, seemingly like bystanders throughout this entire story. You know, from the minute we are in the garden to his last breath, this is not just about Christ, but the people that he witnesses in like little tidbits throughout. I mean, we have Simon who helped him carry the cross for a time. We have the weeping women, Veronica, we have the Um, servant of the high priest in the garden who he defends from Peter, Um, even the way that he interacts with Pilate or the soldiers, you know, everything, every way that he interacts with different people in this story is done with respect to others in the fact that they are human beings. I mean, think of the way that we tend to face scrutiny. You know, it can be easier and almost satisfying for us to come back at someone with our rage and our frustration But through all of this, Christ seems to have the most calm and dignified appearance. And he holds that for the sake of all of us, you know, all of the people he encounters in the Passion. The way that he reassures people, his mother, you know, and finds the strength to give them hope when he is the one going through such torment. Like, to me, this is why I follow Christ. I'm not the best at it, but I know as a sort of, like, bystander in this life and kind of how I see see myself, you know, knowing that he does not see me as such. Each of these encounters he has is so intentional, and he ensures that each person knows their worth before they leave him. 
and these encounters, you know, kind of all come to a conclusion um, with St. Dismas. St. Dismas is the man who was crucified on the right of Jesus and is believed to be the first saint of the church. And up until his last moment, Christ highlighted the dignity of others, so much so that this thief who was dying on a cross next to him was told, you will be with me in paradise. And this is essentially all that we desire, you know, to be seen and recognized and viewed as worthy of an immeasurable love like this. And it's just fascinating to me that this whole story moves around this, the idea that love is above and within everything we do, or it has to be, because that's the only way that we will find peace with him and find our worth with Christ. So when you hear, or maybe you think of like that phrase that's like, treat others how Christ would treat them or how you would want to be treated, it kind of can make you think, or maybe now it'll make you think of the crucifixion and how his entire journey pointed to God and back to us and his love for us, even in all of our sinfulness and how many times throughout our lives we may be the ones yelling to crucify him. His heart is literally being poured out for us and showing us that we are what we are worth to him. And we have to kind of point others in that direction as well. So maybe, you know, in this Lent or this year or really the past couple years, if you have ever just kind of felt like a bystander to anyone's life or maybe even to your own, I would say consider this gospel and how valued you are in the eyes of God. He shows us through this entire story and how that if he had to do it all over again, literally just for you, only for your sake, he would do it. Thanks again for joining us today. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend and enjoy your Easter. Be sure to listen again tomorrow for day 46. And we are praying for you. Please also continue to pray for those facing hardship during this time. God bless.